Hello, and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, proudly presented by Roast House Pub, where elevated culinary creations meet a fresh, evolving craft beer selection, making it one of Frederick's unique dining destinations. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Chris Sands. Um, I feel like I need to apologize in advance for anything that happens during this episode. Uh, it's been four years. This may be the last one, so we'll end it where we began with our two moronic friends from Old Mother Brewing Company, Keith Marcox and Nick Wilson. Thank you for the lovely introduction. I never knew that was how you pronounce your name. Interesting. Hmm. It's weird. He pronounces it wrong all the time. I hope this is the last episode. <laughs> so, so I um I added all planned out and like scheduled where this would be the 200th episode and then life fell apart and now it's I don't <sighs> think it's going to be the 200th episode and it kind of breaks my heart. I mean, you could edit that out and do some and then fill this in. I could. I could just wait until... To re- Actually, I mean, your, your anniversary took place. The, yeah. the party already happened. Uncap's anniversary was yesterday. So, actually, who cares on the timing? Yes, mm. this is the 200th episode, possibly, of the Uncap podcast. We'll take it. Congratulations. And we're both still in business together. Cheers. Cheers. I'm not, leaning, I'm not getting that close to you. Coffee. Been a long day. Um, so, four years ago... We decided that we were going to start drinking in a room. <laughs> you did. You, you yeah, did with guests. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we being Graham and I. Oh, okay. I got it. Um, and you guys were about to start your have your first anniversary. So we thought, why not talk to you guys? I'd never had your beer yet. May as well. No, no, no. I had. Never mind. Because I hated it up to that point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we always start our podcast with that note. Exactly the same every <laughs> year. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, I just I want to update people on. <laughs> well, we'll update everybody on your interviewing skills after this one. Oh, uh, uh, I I reposted the first one yesterday, and I listened to a little bit of it. It's bad. Huh. It is really bad. So far, I think we're on track. <laughs> I will say that with with your interviewing skills over the over the years, you've become more comfortable and like you found your voice, which is a good thing. You good should. Job. You should find out Suck how to up. hold that mic closer to your face. Suck up. <laughs> Put it in my face. That helps. <laughs> um, yeah, I I would say I'd say for the first year I sucked at it. I wouldn't. Don't don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. All right, I was bad at it. Nobody can be a Sean Evans. Yeah. <laughs> right right off the cuff. You know. What well, I mean? his his early ones weren't all that great. I haven't. I I can't say I've seen his early ones, but. Like, like Nick said, you've warmed up, buddy. Congrats. Hey, thank you. Hmm. Um, so five years. Five years in the books. A little bit has changed over those five years. You, I have a mustache. Nick, <laughs> Nick, is, um, Nick is going for the homeless chic look. He has a mustache now. He's My wife loves it. No, Dude, she doesn't. I got to say, in all the years I've known you, you've never, you, you've never, you've never taken it to this level. But now... I don't remember what you looked like without what you got going on, because I don't really know what it is, but I don't know what you look like without it. You know, like, 
I don't want to say anything rude, but like every five years, I want to grow my hair out. You know what I mean? I know <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, I know you don't know that feeling. Stuff, hey, listen, but, uh, listen. Yeah. If you'll know, uh, my hair is extra long right now, <laughs> and that doesn't mean much to anybody. So, <laughs> vast majority of people consume this via audio, so they're not getting the full scope. Oh, that's of fine. what Nick is presenting. Do you that's want to? Fine. Can I tell a funny story about my homeless chic look, as you so well put well, it? Well, first, I want to hear Nick describe to the audience what Nick's current state of appearance is. And oh. then you can tell your funny story. No, he just wanted to make fun of my bald head. Oh, but I know. Like, let's let's let the audience know n- what Nick has going on. I look great. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> All right. Basically, he's got. It's simple. I look, I look sexy. A very awkward, disturbing mustache. That's, and that's not true. And generally unkept looking. So I will say this. Here's a funny story. He has um, his hair in a hat. Funny story. When Jim Steinhardt first opened that first week, Jake Beamer, the, the head brewer for us and myself, we went to McCutcheon's to go get something. And, you know, we were like, eh, let's swing on over there, see what old Jim's up to and kind of check his space out. It was 11 a.m. Like, I don't know, it was a Wednesday. And uh, we go there, and he's in the in the building talking with a guy, and he's not open yet. And I'm knocking on the window, and me and Jake are standing there, and I'm knocking on the window and waving at him. He's looking up, and he just ignores us. I'm like, oh, man, I guess he kind of sees us, but maybe doesn't. <laughs> so I just walk around the building and <laughs> keep knocking, knocking <laughs> kept knocking. And then eventually he came to the door, and he was like, what do you want? And he's like, oh, my God, it's. That's you. That's Nick. I thought you guys were two of these homeless dudes out here, like messing with me. So you are kind of correct That's on so your funny. assumption there. I just automatically assumed when you said, "Let me tell you a funny story," that it wasn't going to be funny. <laughs> but that, I think that, it's funny. That's pretty good. I did enjoy that because yeah. makes fun of you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, unfortunately, you didn't get to have the great party that you typically. Throw. I mean, there was, there was still, there was a decent turnout. I tell you, what, we had a great be, time keeping, to be, to having it done in a safe way. But it, I mean, it wasn't like year number two. Yeah. Well, that year number two, we we yeah, we blew it out at the fairgrounds. But I think Nick will agree with me. This was a pretty streamlined, safe event, pretty easy to plan, and we had a great time. I, I you know, our plans for 2020 kind of got. Our playbook, we set it on fire in March. I mean, look, everybody understands it's just a terrible time what it is. in history. So well, everybody I, does what they can, and people showed up, and they had a great time, and we had a, could not keep the smile off of our face. So great you, time. You didn't look like you were smiling? Oh, you should have seen my insides. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, so you came out with – well, you brought back uh, two – Fan favorite beers. It was just two, right? Some yeah. fun throwbacks, yeah. The so '86 and <coughs> Stage Fright. Stage Fright, with a um, little blue raz kick. Yeah, and where where do you find your blue raspberries? Well, if anybody has seen our post, totally legit. Um, they're hand. They're meticulously hand picked by Blue Raspberry Bushman of the Australian Alps. Super hard to get. It's, you know, there's only one thing that I believe is more difficult to achieve in one's life. And I think that's climbing Everest other than like 
finding these berries and getting them. How do you but, sell that beer so you know, cheap? You know, only the best from us, so, you know. I mean, I feel like that makes it sound like they'd be really expensive. How do you sell that beer so cheap? Well, you know, we, uh, we understand that, you know, everybody works hard for a living and got to help them out. All right, so um, stage fright was brought back with the special Australian Alps blue raspberries. That's right. You know, it was funny. That's I, right. I, That's I right. until that That's day, right. blue until raspberries from the Australian Alps. <laughs> we all we tried to hire Bridget Nielsen to p- to handpick them, but we I could don't not understand get a hold that joke. It's not a you, joke. Oh, anyways. <laughs> But you kept talking about Bridget Nielsen picking them, and I don't get that joke at all. It's not a joke. It's just someone you think about regularly? No. We wanted to get her to pick the berries. Why her? Because she's tall. She's super tall. We would have cut. We would have reduced costs on needing a ladder. Oh. I, the this, blueberries are in trees. And she's great company. And this is, I mean, this is obviously why I don't run a brewery. You know. We try and cut costs where we can. I don't have that executive type thinking that you two have. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> this might be why this could be your last episode. Exactly. Because <laughs> I, I don't bring the right people on board. Uh, we so that's some other fun beers. That's the whole joke that she's tall. Not a joke. But anyways, let's keep moving. <laughs> so the 86 IPA, right? That's an old school beer we used to do. And... Um, Hazies and New England's kind of took over the scene. Keep the mic close to your face. And that's when we decided to make the 86 IPA come back. Because it wasn't a very popular style uh, when we when we were doing it. But still love that beer. Still really good. And it's crisp, fresh. Super piney. Got some citrus notes to it. It's good. I like the can. It's simple, yet effective. And throwbacky. Yeah. So... Did I understand you right? This was, was this just designed now or had the, so this is a label that was designed way forever ago and just never used. The key components of that label were designed before we moved to the, from the, from the old space. They were designed by a close friend of mine, uh, Katie Main. She, uh, she does the Katie Main photography for you guys who are familiar with her. I'm sure you are. She does amazing work and uh, we had a little fun and that's what she did. Yeah. So we've been sitting on that label for years. And Five to be exact? Uh, three and a half. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we decided uh, to bring that bad boy out of the out of the portfolio for our fun five year. It's actually really fun to uh, see see that on a can after you know just seeing how far we've come. It was kind of cool. It really. So, do you think that if you had opened at a different time? Would you be as far along as you are right now? I have no idea. That's an impossible question. <coughs> it is yeah. an impossible question, but it's a thought exercise. Nick, you think a little bit and you decide, do you think that the timing of when you opened was beneficial or do you think it does not matter? Our timing was well compared to the current craft beer scene that's in Frederick. If we would have opened our doors today, certainly things would have been different. Um, the bar for beer is much higher now in Frederick and uh, you are expected to open with well executed recipes and a fun atmosphere and um, we had one and a half of those when we, when we <laughs> opened 
Um, but, you know, we were just uh, two strong-minded entrepreneurs uh, that had a dream of opening a brewery and, and building a community around our brand. And, well, damn, if we haven't done a pretty good job of it in five years. But, like, because there, I mean, I guess there are some that grow as fast as you, but there aren't that many breweries that, in that, in <coughs> really, it was two years yeah. where you made a huge leap from a tiny little brewery to something that could sustain like full on production. Yeah. Yeah. And distribution. Uh, Growth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, everybody's got a different, different scale or measurement of growth, but I mean, for us, the opening up at nine 11 East Patrick was a litmus test of the environment to see, you know, if we could do it, we had every intention of keeping our full-time jobs and, uh, you know, seeing if we could turn our hobby into a career and um, I was full-time at the brewery in three months, and you were full-time at the brewery in five months. And, um, yeah, I mean, everybody's got a different startup budget. You know, we started with a string in our pockets. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy to, to think, uh, to think of, of what we started with and, and what um, the beer community has allowed us to, to move into. Do you think that was a big factor in also helping with, being able to grow so quickly mm. that you started with hardly any money outlaid when much less than a lot of other breweries were so you could build your brand first uh yeah and then yeah, i think you, maybe then you sunk a lot of money into yeah it. maybe i mean you know from coming from from our business experience which was zero uh to having a real passion for recipe design and brewing beer and and having a community of people to drink with um, from a garage, you know, business plans and, and, and scales of economy and, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, we're still learning those things. Um, if we would have had a chunk of change to, to jump into something with, we still wouldn't have had the experience. So, yeah, <laughs> that could have gone real bad. I actually think it worked out in our favor to start with a whole lot less money. Then some people do start with all the money. It definitely allowed us to create and solidify our identity to people versus just like, oh, wow, look how pretty and nice this place is. Yeah. You know, and I think that's helped us immensely moving into the, this place that we're currently in. Well, I feel like if like if you started up with all that money, unless you were just already independently wealthy and you have no one to answer to, you don't have a loan you're paying or investors that are talking to you, like there's a lot more pressure and you may be forced to cut corners or do things you may not necessarily this you wouldn't make the same decisions necessarily i agree there yeah yeah nobody wants a um a backseat driver to call the shots on for people who are making decisions that have a the passion for the whole project so we've bet we've definitely benefited from that, for sure. Yeah, cause, I mean, because it's just like especially in brewing, like, time can be one of the biggest factors in catching on, really. So if you're, you mean it, like hitting it big and being a baller? Yeah. Oh, we're still a waiting shot on caller. that. Shot <laughs> caller. <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> no, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. There's certainly uh, there's certainly something to brand recognition and kind of a, I guess a takeoff point or a break if you know 
Oh, they had their break. Um, I don't know. Actually, there's like there's kind of a, there's a lot of similarities like between you guys and Kushwa in the road that you you took. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'd say uh, business um, business models may be slightly different in terms of yeah, uh, like you know, kind of the. You well, know, we started small and we've yeah, grown right. from the yeah, small space. What you're saying, yeah, yeah. your product's different. Your sure. like the the target. Our portfolios are different, yeah. right? Um, but, but the principles are the same of yeah. business growth. Yeah, I think all three of those guys usually keep themselves kept looking. <coughs> I don't think anyone finds them homeless, but it's probably true. Have you seen Scott lately? Shout out to my man Scott and his uh, lovely his, his long hair and Dude, he's uh, got long hair, new beard. Oh, he's got uh, real long hair. Did he grow the beard all the way back? Uh, I haven't seen him in a while. He's looking like Duck Dynasty a little bit. Uh, nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. I, good. <laughs> good. Um, we're going to take a real quick um, sponsor break, and then we can talk about the other beers that you released for your little shindig. Sounds good. Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations, located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations, and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, mom's spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday. Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts, Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together, to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs, or one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites, they'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek. All right, so stage fright came back. 86 came back. What else did you have? We did a fun collab, $200 Plasma. What a great name. With the main man, Chris Sands, <laughs> from the Uncapped Podcast. You told me to do that, so I don't know why you're looking at me funny. Like, anyways, he told me to do That's that. That's what Michael Scott would do. That is that is probably <laughs> what Michael Scott would do. Yeah, you know. Bravo, Nick. Bravo. <laughs> um, it was funny though. For some reason, Keith did not want me to know anything about the beer other than picking yeah. the name. I thought it'd be fun little uh, fun little secret. Do you remember when uh, I told you it was going to be an amber ale? I remember. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I remember okay. when you. Des- oh, I remember when you decided to start putting the microphone screwed. down your mouth so that it <laughs> clipped constantly. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember. Because uh, um, you played it cool, though. You were like, "Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good." <laughs> I gotta find new friends. <laughs> <laughs> My reputation is destroyed. I, I mean, Ambrails are nicer. They have their place. They do. Let me ask you this. How many collaborations have you done with breweries, including this one? So the only one I've really kept, the only number I've kept track of is the number of cans that with my, my face, face is on. Yeah, huh. You don't have like a bedpost that's, that you like notch, like little scratches <laughs> in or anything? That's 11. 
on the bedpost. A naughty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think collabs in general is probably... Uh, there's probably another five or six. So, Mr. No, popular. Mr. So popular of, over here. So out of those, how many have the ingredient mango in them? Three. Eleven. Three? Yeah, it's only three. Let me guess. Sands Jams. Yes. Nah, yeah. The one with Monocacy. Mic'd up mango. Mic'd up mango. And then. $200 plasma. Take it away, Keith. Talk about that $200 plasma. <laughs> $200 plasma. So, yeah, it was a sour uh, sour session IPA with uh, a bunch of mango in it. There's definitely a lot of mango in this. Yeah, a bunch of mango. We figured, you know, <laughs> let's blow it out for Mr. Sands. It's his four years, possibly 200th, possibly last episode. Like, you know, let's just do it. So we did it. He may move back to Pittsburgh. Who, Who knows? knows? Who, Who knows? knows? Anything could happen. In 2020. Anything can happen. I'm sad that Nick had no idea what the reference on this can was. He's not an office guy. I do like the show. I do like it. I mean, this is it's just ar- not my entire life. So. Mm. Well, it's not my entire life either, but this is arguably the best episode of any, any comedy show on TV. Well, really, I watch it for Pam and Jim's ever-evolving like, relationship. Mm. You know, it's something I can... Re- I don't know. It's just relatable. I like it. And sweet. You did meet your wife in an office. Yeah. So, like, Michael Scott, like, yeah, he's a nice guy and pretty funny. But, like, it's really nice to see how Jim and Pam really work their life out together with so each other. So, was Karen the receptionist at the paper shot? The paper company you <laughs> sold? <laughs> <laughs> that is incorrect. Oh. She is not the receptionist. Try again. I just, it sounded like you had a lot of, like a deep connection to that story. No, I just enjoy watching that that part of the story. Okay, it's cute. I like. I've even <coughs> I'm a sensitive man. It's cute. I don't. I don't even know how long at this point I've had my my wife forever ago bought me an office desk um, calendar. I mean, so the, I mean, just the existence of you that the, tells you, you got how, the one-liners down. how long ago At that least was. 365 of them. And, yeah, but I've had this quote, the um, good luck paying me back. <laughs> well, no, that was a $200 plasma TV. <laughs> good luck paying me back with your $0 a year salary <laughs> plus benefits, babe. <laughs> that hangs on my, in my office, and it has been, I don't know, forever. I'm glad we could throw so, it back for you. So it, I love this can. Glad you enjoy it. We might we might get I you a poster of that, since you so. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't have a gift for you this year. <sighs> we should have done that. I just had a really good idea. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah, it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> I got I can't it too. Say, oh my god, it's going to be so good. <laughs> I am I am still concerned that that it's behind the bar. Okay, so behind the bar. It's now? behind the bar. Yeah. So you know, it's becoming uh, sort of a centerpiece for people taking photographs at the brewery. They yeah, like people are taking it and putting it in their Instagram. Seriously? Yeah. Yes. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I, who did? Uh, it was the Brewery Fire guys recently. Was it them? It uh, was them. Yes. And it, it, was, was, uh, it was John Burroughs well, no, and there was Scott. An, there was an episode recently where I had them on and they were talking about being here with you guys and like yeah and we were talking about this photo on the wall and they're sitting there reading magazine or reading newspapers and i'm like 
You're that's my photo. Yeah, like, that's my I, photo. I gave that to them, and those are the uncapped magazine. Thank you very much. <laughs> I believe the last issue of it. So it, it it's fitting that that photo is the last issue of the magazine, and this is the last episode of the podcast. Tear. <laughs> R.I.P. Uncapped. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> that's a shame. That was a good little read. <laughs> if only people wanted to advertise in it. Yeah. But every time I came in here and it was sitting out there in the open, I was worried for it. One, because it's a masterpiece. You don't see many of those around. Pictures of two men sitting on toilets together reading magazines. (laughs) Is that what you mean? You don't often have have those opportunities either, so we had to take it. (laughs) And thank you for capturing that. (laughs) The beautiful moment. Yeah. Maybe we can... What a little sweet time capsule. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about this, but just this little sentence that I'm saying, just to you, Chris. Do you can want me? We, do you, did you want him to mute my ears? Can we get? No, no, no. Not. Oh. Can we get a picture of you in the outhouse with the door wide open in the front? Oh. Please. <laughs> don't say anything about it, but just say yes or no right now, please. Say yes. Say yes. 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 <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, we'll leave that on the. Uh, on We're going to put that on the back burner right now. Yeah. <laughs> Very Throw that pot on. So, center. November 13th, yeah. who's available to uh, go hang out for a night? That's got a camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Graham, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, not that, man. I'm the sound guy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Would you like to hear about our other beers or no? Um, I mean, we could talk about two. I really wanted to shoot <laughs> that. <laughs> you know, people, you know, you know, you <laughs> want to hear about other reasons. <laughs> I told you I'm no good at this. Oh, um, I really did want to, to shoot that video with you guys. I thought that would have been hilarious if we recreated that scene here. You did tell me that. I did tell you that. I'm guessing Keith did not hear that. I didn't. I didn't well, that that was that like just, just like Keith wanting it to be a secret of what beer it was. He did not tell you or Jake. <laughs> no, I told them. No, you didn't. Yes, you did. You no, called me. Not true. Oh, no, that's true. He, no, that's had, not true. He had no it's idea. Your statement is true. My statement is true. Yeah, your statement is because true. Because I screwed up and told him well, Your that, statement's true. And then so he wouldn't tell me. No, your statement's true. Your statement's true. Yeah, let's talk about those other beers. Uh, so we released another one of our uh, fun uh, barrel sour projects, um, Solar Flare. Solar Fall. Solar Fall. <laughs> See, you know, I should let you talk about the solar systems because you, you get that. I enjoy space. Hey, did you see that they found water on the moon? I did. And you know what I thought was hilarious is that during this, like, groundbreaking news conference, one of the guys from NASA was sitting in front of a NASA flag that was all wrinkled and <laughs> it looks like it had just been recently taken out of the packaging. <laughs> well, you Probably never, has. You never saw that old video of Buzz Aldrin on the ground with one of those filtration straws, like, drinking the water from the moon? You didn't see that? No, I missed that one. Oh, well. Yeah. Nick didn't. Th- that happened. <laughs> a life straw? So Solar Fall, it's a Flemish Flemish <laughs> style Flemish ale style uh, sour that came out really nice. One of Jake's pet projects uh, that he nailed, absolutely nailed. Is it so? It's good. It's fantastic. Cause the Dutch is it anything like the Duchess 
the. Uh, is it bad? Is that is what you're just is the beer you're talking about bad? Yeah, it's then awful. no, then no, it's the not. The Duchess like of that. I don't there there's <coughs> there's the Flanders Red, which I guess a Flemish is very is that like synonymous? It, yeah, it's the same thing. So it it's it's like the, it's supposed to be the Flanders Red, and I was always told how amazing it was. Mm. And it's super expensive and it's little tiny bottles and it has a stupid Duchess on it, and I tried it and it was horrendous and I dumped it out. Do we have any in the cooler? We do. You want to go? You want me to go open one? I'll go get one. I'm closer to the door by one foot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why don't Why don't we go. wait for the next? Okay, that's fine. Okay, next okay, commercial that would, break. Okay, that would okay, make okay. way more sense. We try to be efficient here. You know, that beer's, one foot closer to the door. Beer's really out. good. If I could, uh, I want to throw a shout out to Beer Connoisseur Magazine. They just got, wrote us up a very nice review of Fermata. Which one did they get? Did they get Volume One or Volume Two? Three. They got Volume Three. Did they use my photo? They may have used your photo because I don't give think me volume three credit? was the picture. Either way, um, they had a very nice, very nice review. I think we got a ninety-four rating on That's on that. It. <laughs> I mean, they I'll should take pull it. Their heads That's called an A asses. in school, brother. <laughs> I'm upset. About <laughs> I was a C student all day long. <laughs> I was thinking about way too much than my homework. So. I mean that I I mean I guess that's ninety four is good. Hey, we'll take it. We'll take it. We but that uh, is a we were really 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 good beer. We we um <clears throat> yeah I think every time we pull the barrels and try and find that flavor profile, it gets better and better. So it's a blending project. It's um, three. Is it volume three? Okay. Yeah. Well, volume three is slamming. That's a good one. That might th- yeah that that's I a very good one. I don't think I have. Well, shoot, we got some of them in the cooler too for your anniversary. (laughs) But I, I don't. But I'm saying I don't know if I took that photo then because I don't know if I photographed three. Or wait, did I? It didn't look like your. It didn't look like your. uh, Your photography. My style. It was darker. Yeah, it was darker. Uh, Probably those. And there was no hand in it. Probably those (laughs) am. You know what I mean? (laughs) Those amateurs over at Connoisseur. Who who is your hand model? You know, I'm throwing them a shout out, Chris. There, There are two. There are two people. That have been featured in those pictures. Say it. Who are they? One is the Graham, Graham. Colin. <laughs> I could tell a nice manicured hand. I mean, I yeah, boy. I can see them from here. And Look at the, the things. Those things. There ain't no cuticles on there. <laughs> you ever those heard are, of? You ever heard of a callus? Not this man. Not this man. <laughs> you want to? You, you ever like, heard of glove and Vaseline? <laughs> you ever heard of a soft back rub? <laughs> Go to Graham. <laughs> I'm getting massaged by jelly hands. <laughs> it's um, like if Dove soap could make a hand, it would be his hand. Ah, oh, that's good. I kind of want a massage now. Graham, can you give us rack back rubs while we're just hanging out here? No, <laughs> you okay. may have to hand them, throw no them a deal. few more beers. No big deal. No we'll big give deal. Give me some solar fall. Um, and then the chubbier <laughs> hands are mine. I think you guys should paint like one nail black. You know, so how do, do that, you, you know. execute? You pouring the beer and taking the photo—that's an—that's. That's must selfie. have one hell of so a selfie stick. That selfie stick. The cameras, the cameras on a tripod. I put my finger on the shutter button and I walk over where the it is. Now and that I pour the beer, I have something funny to say. That me. is I'm a man that needs to get something done and gets it done. <laughs> yeah, Graham's not always available. This is definitely not your last episode with your work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show. I mean, with all that ingenuity, can you imagine this man in the bedroom? Good Lord. <laughs> right? Hands over here, hands over there, feet touching the ceiling, turning on the ceiling fan with his toes. I don't know what the hell's going and on. And beautiful beer pictures. 
Jesus. <laughs> and a dad. He can do everything. <laughs> um, Sorry, we got sidetracked. <laughs> I mean, only a tiny bit. <laughs> I mean, Every you, you introduced, introduced us as the moronic crew, so you know how it goes. Well, I was giving people was giving You know, we don't like to take things too what? seriously these days. Well, look, you got to understand. In the beer industry, <clears throat> and I think you guys would agree with this. It's what it draws me and Keith to and everybody. It's a fun thing. It should be a fun thing. It's not this I agree. ultra serious, like, hey, I'm writing a thesis on this. And, yeah. It's just, it should be a really fun thing. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> <laughs> just be a fun thing. And I think that we need to bring back a little bit of the party fun aspect to it. For I, sure. think, I think it is readily uh, noticeable when a brewery is owned by people without personalities. What did you just say? Uh, like, oh, I think it, you think it's readily what? Notice, like you can. He notices when, like, if you're at a brewery and the owner when people is are no fun. Oh, it doesn't have an <clears throat> interesting personality. Like, I think the fun, fun comes through. Yeah, <clears throat> like I think you can tell. And I think that translates to uh, the crowd that comes in. They want to have the same kind of fun yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think for the first definitely couple of years, I think as a big part of pe- why people came here, it wasn't the decor. Well, I mean, that was oh, the other big part. Oh, definitely um, wasn't my mustache because I didn't have didn't it. Didn't have then. it. Didn't well, exist. people yeah. knew it was going to come, so they were just waiting. Just waiting. For I it don't to know, pop. man. I have like it's a face written. of a cherub, like you know, because I have a baby face, and like I'm pretty clean shaven most of the time. And you're like, there's, I don't think not this by guy. shaven, just by. I, Existing. Two, month, two months, yeah, just by like, existing. <laughs> you know, it, it took me a good, a good year and a half to grow this mustache. I was going to say, how long have you been growing that beard? Same time. No, no, no. I shaved it off. Started again. I mean, it, yeah, because it definitely looked worse at one point. But I how? looked like uh, a roller skating Amish guy for sure <laughs> with the beard. I don't know what that looks. I've like. never seen an Amish so, man on roller uh, skates. Just, you ever heard of the internet? Uh, I'm going to YouTube it. Check it out. You better believe it. <laughs> better believe it. I almost feel like that the is... The Amish outlaws need to start wearing roller skates. I I almost feel like that's a that's a Google search that could be dangerous. Amish men on roller skates? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's like, straight urban dictionary. Yeah, hit. the Amish roller skate sounds like... <laughs> I've changed the subject. <laughs> <laughs> don't Google that. Yeah, don't Google right, that. Um, don't Google that. Kids, if you're listening, don't Google that. We never heard of such things. Parents, parental filter. <laughs> now I have to give this an explicit tag. Yeah. Great. Especially in these virtual days. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Chris. You, you ask seem away. to have like a luscious, like nice kind of blue-collar beard. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. A little jealous. Beard. And I like He's from Pittsburgh. you got to say blue-collar. It's just part of the respect yeah, thing, right? Yeah. Rubbed with coal. Could you grow a beard when you were 13 years old? I don't know. I grew I had a goatee. When At you 13? were 13? What, wait, what What grade is 13? Well, That's it depends. Uh, for you, probably... 7th or 8th grade, right? 4th. 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 So, yeah, yeah, I had a goatee in 4th grade. I was about to say he was way ahead of his time, but that's false. That's that's. Yeah, fourth grade. Yeah, fourth, fourth grade. grade. <laughs> seventh no, so seventh ten, grade, right? Seventh grade. I think I had a goatee in middle school. Off the, you off the dig through me. the, off the dig through the photos. I had a little bit. Of, I had like peach fuzz. My little, it looked like Master Splinter. Like nice. That was it. I definitely. I need to look 
back there. I definitely had one all through high school. Wow. Uh, yeah. You were way ahead of the curve. But I, could, I don't think I could grow a beard. I could tell Chris I, was probably one of the like the mature looking boys in school with the like the mustache and the beard. And, and like you probably tried to play the part too, right? Yeah. Like when you could grow like a, a, like first a goatee. One, first one that drove. Did you just act like cool when you were in school? Like, hey, anybody check out their 401ks yet? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you say stuff like that? Or like, what's a 401k? Like, hey guys, you're like 15. Like, hey, can I... Uh, can I give you some insight on this uh, cool like Roth RA I just got myself hooked up into? Forget the shrimp poppers. I just put my money in investments. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite lunch meal, by the way, guys. Shrimp poppers. Oh man, I'd get yeah, double where'd, where'd every you go time. To school, Urbana. Man, they're living it up in Urbana. Home of the Hawks and the shrimp poppers. <laughs> you know that's where Beth used to teach. Really? No, she did not. That's a lie. Oh, I was like going to say, <laughs> she's been in Frederick. <laughs> she's been sense. in Frederick for a long time. <laughs> no, she taught at Ligonor. Same really? thing, basically. You know what we used to call Ligonor? I do. So just Ligonor. 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 <laughs> kids, kids, earmuffs. <laughs> um, on that note, we should take a break and thank our sponsors. Thank you. <laughs> the NCAP podcast is brought to you by District East. A lot of Friday and Saturday afternoons, you'll find me at District East for their weekly beer tastings. District East is part of the local beer community, and they get limited releases and exclusive beers that are hard to find anyplace else. This is why I chose District East for the release of my collaboration beers. One of my favorite things to do at District East is building a custom six-pack. With over 900 beers on their shelves and new beers every week, District East is a great place to find beers I love and to discover new and hard-to-find ones. They also have eight beers on tap for Crowler and Growler fills, and they have kegs to go. District East is located on Northeast Street in Frederick, in the same shopping center as Family Mill and Rockwell Brewery. You can find today's beer lists on the District East Facebook page or at www.districteast.beer. I'm excited to announce our newest sponsor, Vanish Farmwoods Brewery. Vanish is a brewery and entertainment complex located on a 62-acre hops and apple farm in Luckett's, Virginia, just 20 minutes from Frederick, Maryland and Leesburg, Virginia. With over 20 beers on tap, a selection of wines and ciders, along with multiple food options, there is something for everyone. Vanish has live music on Saturdays and Sundays and a wide variety of special events. Go to VanishBeer.com for information on everything they have to offer. <laughs> All right, you ready? What were we talking about? Uh, we're gonna talk. We we're gonna talk about the other beers, right? Or well, we poured you some Flanders. Yeah, which is it's re- it's much better than that Duchess garbage. Well, thank you. <laughs> the solar system is really good. <coughs> solar fall, <laughs> solar fall. So everyone, come to Old Mother and get some solar flare. I wasn't prepped properly previous to this. I don't know why I thought it was solar. It's solar flare is a thing. It's you enjoyed by the Pleiades, the Seven Sisters. Anyway. And King Saya. It, it hit, it's one of those beers that hits you right here. Yeah, it's got the back of your... But it has a really nice malt kind of balance yeah. to it. I don't know. It's pretty neat. I'll tell you what, though. After drinking some Sands Jams, a can of a sour IPA, now this, I'm pretty sure I need to take a Zantac when I get home. Ain't going to hurt. So I got to <laughs> tell you. What? I was supposed to go hang out with Ty today and do the shots of hot sauce. I wasn't invited. I had to bail. I, and I remember it. It was Ty and Josh that were talking about the, the picture. Mm, that's uh, what we were talking about. My body cannot handle those extreme hot sauces. Just cannot do it. 
I was, I, little, I was pr- a little disappointed. That I would have to be on Prilosec team for us for two weeks if I did that. You should have gone. Yeah, just take like a couple shots of Pepto, prime the tanks. Pepto Bismol doesn't work for for me. I think it would have. I got holes in my esophagus. So where does it, the Pepto go then? To my stomach. <laughs> That's where it's supposed to go. No, esophagus has all the holes in it. <laughs> so anyway. Um, <laughs> Solar flange is really good. Yeah, thanks. Now you're starting to make it sound like a toilet. Well, <laughs> I'm just happy to be part of Unkempt Podcast. Unkempt. This is, uh, yep. Really, really good. Yep. Farewell. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, so, yeah, this is the newest beer in our, our barrel-aged sours. We wanted to have something a little bit different than straight Fermata. We haven't really introduced any adjuncts to the barrel-aged sours as of yet. <clears throat> but I think we're going to start experimenting with that a little bit just to give a little different flair and, you know. But so when... Yeah, we've had we've had the sour barrels for three years now. Yeah, so it was when you we first started moved in here, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, at first when you've got no uh, experience with live bacteria and other things that you introduce into the barrels, you're just kind of... Well, we have those... Let's see what happens. And uh, we're starting to gain some knowledge through pulls, you know, I mean, we're pulling every two months and we're, we're, we're tasting notes and levels and kind of seeing what different things do. So how, um, Time have you had to dump any barrels? We've dumped two. Yeah. Vinegar. Uh, just, just they went too far. Yeah. And we don't need that much of that kind of Blender. flavor for blending. <clears throat> so we just had to get rid of them. What about that's totally acceptable and it happens and you know, it is what it is. Um, when you start doing adjuncts, when is that added? Is that after you harvest the barrels and then, like in the stain, in, when you put it in the stainless steel, then you put adjuncts in? Or so I we think traditionally. So we haven't added any adjuncts to that's our barrel aged sours. That's why hours. I started with when you start. So when we start doing that, as Chris <laughs> Sands so selective hearing said, <laughs> um, we probably put the beer from the barrels into a tank and let the fruit ferment out. Okay. Keith, did you get the whole story about why we're recording it here right now instead of where it was originally planned? Uh, no, but I kind of picked up on it with your uh, hurtful comment to my business partner earlier in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm sensitive. <coughs> All right. I just want to make sure. Yeah. I mean, I had to hug him. Oh, is that what was going on over there? Yeah. We I had to have a little powwow. Like, if, with, if I would have been talking to you and I said, oh, that'll work out perfect... You guys can sit on one side of the table, and I can sit on the other. We'll be able to be socially distant. Graham can sit off to the side away from us. Would you have an empty room prepared for me? I did have an empty room prepared for you. <laughs> yes, perfect. Or, or a room with like, tables. and. You asked me if I would have an empty room prepared I for you, not. and I delivered on your request. On the button. In fact, I mean, you submitted it right now. To a T. I I delivered that for you. I don't know why you got so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, we're having fun right now. That's for sure. We are. We are. Um, So uh, there's that beer. Solar Plexus. And then Camp Crystal. Is that the third Vike we've done? You're really Kavike into the Kavike yep. beers, huh? That yeast, man, I tell you, Pita 
opened our eyes. Keith I, loves him some pita. Oh, uh, yeah. So I think you guys are one of the few breweries that use that yeast correctly. Thank you. Do you think that is... Um, well, before you go any further, okay. what kind of flavor profiles do you get when you think it's not used correctly? Butthole. <laughs> Damn, that was like... No, seriously, like, what, what do you kind of taste from Straightforward. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like it. I mean, does it have, like, all flavors to yeah, you? Yeah, sure. We'll go with It that. could also be beer design, too. I mean, the yeast in and of itself and the fermentation they temperature the beer to for taste itself. like butthole? I mean, they don't... I don't think anybody designs a beer to taste like BH. <laughs> There's very few people in society who prefer that flavor profile. And they're not the beer drinking community. So it's correct. So, it, do you think it is Pita that <coughs> has for anybody who doesn't know who Pita is? They have to. Anyone who listened to this would obviously listen to the episode featuring. If this is your last episode, <laughs> chances are they did not listen to that one. That's a good point. Peter is our good friend from Brewing Kultur in Sweden. He's uh, visited us a, a time or two, and we did a beer collaboration with him a year and a half ago, two years ago almost. Oh yeah, yeah. And that was uh, that was a fun introduction into Norwegian style farmhouse yeast strains. And uh, now that they're they're becoming they're widely popular now in the yeah. in the yeast catalogs of many sources that yeah, we source plenty of people from. make horrible beer with it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> hey, listen, I don't, thank you that you like ours. I personally like that yeast profile because it's like it gives you something a little bit more. I'm trying to choose my words correctly with this but like it's not your typical conan yeast it's not your typical low flocculating yeast like you know anything that keeps the beer real like you know sweet and everything like that but it does give you it's just a nice change of pace to have compared to all the other types of ipas yeah i was gonna say that i think it provides great depth in like flavor and aroma that is different from pretty much you know a lot of the we get that little the, subtle honey the same beers kind of note from it you know um without being too over cloying yeah it's not supposed to be like in your face kind of flavor profiles to me i just take it as like a really nice drinking experience to like sit down with it and you know kind of experience it and talk about it especially if you're new to it you know what honestly. the best part of when he was here was uh the conversation on the d couch I mean, that was good, too, but me getting to have some new Glarus Strawberry U-Barb. Oh, man, we busted out that bottle, <laughs> especially that for you guys. Hey, Which? How, how far is uh, Chicago from New Don't Glarus? ask me that. You remember when we went to get that dude, cooler, dude? I suck at I d- geography. I d- I d- you remember that, t- that weekend? Yeah, yes, I do. I threw a party at my house. And I had about 50, 60 people in my house on like a, I don't know what day it was, maybe a Saturday. It was a Friday. Friday or Saturday. And we stayed up till 5 a.m. Yes. You must have forgot to invite me. Well, I didn't forget. But anyway, so like um, I went to bed around 5 a.m. We were supposed to take off for Chicago. <laughs> we were supposed to take off for Chicago. 7 a.m. Oh, my God. He got there. I was like, oh, my God. I haven't been to sleep yet. <laughs> I drove, we drove, me, Keith, and our buddy Dan, we went all the way to um, Indiana to stay at the uh, the Boy Scout camp. We Big had a connection. Ch- uh, 
what is it? Camp Big something Little Turtle. Big Chief Little Turtle. <laughs> big <laughs> Big Camp Little so Turtle. Stupid. It's a Boy Scout camp, dude. <laughs> Anyways. Big Chief Little Little I should just little get into tail. the story because it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, like. Uh, That's where Ranger Gilly came from. Yeah. Because this guy, he this can't, Nick can't hear out of his left ear. Zero percent. <laughs> the guy's name was Wally. <laughs> you thought it was Gilly. All right, so check this out. <laughs> okay, anyway. We drive up there. I'm running on no sleep, hungover, getting hungover as I'm driving. We go through Ohio, and then we see uh, fatheads. And we're like. Got to stop. Got to drink a beer. Got to keep it rolling, right? Got to keep it going. Go have some beers, have some dinner. We get to Indiana, meet this guy named Gilly, comes out, puts us in these little cabins and stuff like that. We what stayed at a Boy Scout camp. What time do we get there? 9.30 p.m. We probably hit the sack around midnight. And yeah. then uh, 6 a.m., we're out the door up to... To drive another three hours. Past Chicago to the cooler. Oh, we, we okay. We drove past Chicago. And then from the cooler, it was going to be another four and a half to New Glarus. And we decided, can't do it. I, uh, my body is going to die. So, like. Um, that would have been terrible to move into this space. Do you remember what. <laughs> should we tell. I picked up a cooler, but I lost my partner. <laughs> should we tell what happened when we got to that to pick up the cooler? I don't think we've ever told that story. So that's pretty good. I told uh, the Toad story on. Uh, uh, Christian's Frank about beer Thursday. What toad? Toad. When toad flipped over oh. in the old brew house and I had my thumb in the bottom of it. <laughs> Just let it go, man. But do you remember? Yeah, tell, tell him about the cooler story. You think I should? So we pull up to this house. You already brought it up. I know. We pull up <laughs> to this house. And it's just got kegs all in the backyard. Well, we don't have to say that part. What do you tell me to go for? All right, go for it. Kegs all in the backyard, cans all over the place. Walk-in cooler in pieces under tarps all over the place. And then we pulled the trailer. We had this little tiny U-Haul. It wasn't tiny. It was 14-footer. Oh, it was little. I took the measurements. I did the homework. We had to go to Menards it was supposed to and fit. buy a throwaway Sawzall. It was supposed to fit. Okay, anyway. <laughs> but it So we go fit. there. I tell you, like I mean this sincerely. It's one of the worst feelings I've ever had in my life. We went and backed this trailer up to that cooler. Obviously, the person that was selling it, Shut it down. Shut the, the brewery down. We start loading the panels in. There's this little kid taped himself to the sliding glass door, just staring at us, take his dad's dreams away. Not physically taped. And you're getting a little dramatic. But, like, <laughs> I looked at That's not quite how it was. You can't. Me. You don't know how I felt on the inside. Well, that's true. And I looked at I the kid. I also know you can't back up a trailer, so I, looked, I had to do it. I looked at the kid. <laughs> and I was, well, I also was drunk still. <laughs> <laughs> you tried driving 38 hours in a row oh. hammered with no sl- anyways true that's a huge accomplishment so like i don't know i just looked at that kid I was like we got to get out of here so we started stuffing the uh wait wait let's rewind for a second <laughs> <laughs> can you clarify the state of the kid tape and the cooler because there seems to be some discrepancy the child was taped to the cooler no like literally under the tape? tarp <laughs> Are you serious? No, he was on the inside of a sliding glass door, like just glued to the door, oh, okay. staring at us, like almost like like what's happening? Oh my god! I thought you meant like he got duct tape and taped. No. The, like, hey, no. Chris, this is a no. thought exercise. Remember, you brought that up earlier, oh. asshole. Anyway, slam. So um, beep. So, anyways, we put that, it in there. That comment made no sense. And Keith 
mismeasured the I cooler. <laughs> I didn't the- mismeasure the cooler. I miss. Listen, just for anybody out there that wants to rent a U-Haul trailer, when it says it's got a 12-foot indoor or inside uh, space, it's minus six inches. That's all that we were short. Six that's inches. A, that's a large variance. So yeah, let me tell and you. we couldn't shut the door. So we couldn't drive even though 700 miles with the door open on the trailer. Even <laughs> though it was only six inches. We had to go to Menards we got and the, buy we a got Sawzall. Like a $26 and Sawzall. they were just ripping through these cores. Like, just yeah, cutting just them all up in the yard. Up. <laughs> and the kid's still in the, in the glass You can't cord. see any of the cut edges. We hit them. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we left there. We got that loaded finally. Got out of there. So, like, the kid was refused to leave? Or what it's his house. He was taped to the cooler. <laughs> he came with. He's still in <laughs> he the cooler, came Chris. With the cooler. Yeah. He's still here. Yeah. You want to say hey to him? <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, we left there. We went to. Um, oh, did where did we go? Anything Three after you opened Three the Floyds. Oh, that yeah. was an epic experience. That was a fun time yeah, hanging out good. with those guys in the back. And yeah, you didn't bring me back anything. Yeah, listen, drank them all. Shout out to Three Floyds. I forgot. Was the Brewers? Was he Matt? Was his name Matt? Are you kidding me right now? No. What's his name? It was Samuel. <laughs> Wesley. It wasn't Wesley. <laughs> so we we were sitting in their tasting room, and we told the waitress that we were coming from the east coast picking up a cooler Bunch of expanding breweries that a cooler she went back and told, told the brewer and the brewer brought us back and gave us a tour of their entire facility nice that place was huge maze balls it was amazing I yeah it was good they had how many forklifts did they have like 10 <laughs> they, was, I'm not even joking. They I was more enthralled with their pumping system because they it was the oh, pumps yeah. that made no sound so it was like just yeah, it was super silent. The whole it's not quiet back here. Yes, it is. I have a baseline of like three bars of noise. I, I don't even know what three bars here. What's noise? I don't know what three bars is. Is that good or bad? Is that like a ninety-four we'll on the just, beer connoisseur we'll just review? Say it's or? less than ideal. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeez, frou frou over here. Stickler. <laughs> well, yeah, we had a fun time there. Then we drove an- another few hours back to the. <laughs> That's the host, everybody. That's right. Three bars, Chris Sands. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, we went back to the um, the Boy Scout camp, and then it turns out Gilly is a drummer like myself. Oh, my God. And we stay up partying. Professional? Yes. No. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> so we're all, like, partying probably till like, 1 o'clock. And by partying, he means Dan and I, our other buddy, we were drinking beer in the chair, and him and Gilly are just... <laughs> Totally having a love affair with each other, talking about drum sets and the babinga plies. We were talking about you because your feet could not touch the ground when you <laughs> sat in the recliner. <laughs> I forgot about that. Listen, that happens more often than you think. <laughs> you know, that's probably one of the most disappointing uh, things that I didn't think about when we designed the tasting room. My feet don't hit the ground when I sit on the benches. <laughs> in, for the, uh, so we're sitting there looking yeah, at him, rocking back and forth. And I was like, holy shit, man, your feet don't hit the ground. Man, I'm not that tiny. Maybe you could I'm put slightly <laughs> below average, but, you know, sometimes my feet don't hit the ground. Maybe you could put a stool below one of them, like I a little step. You know, remember the old step stool that Grandma used to have? Yeah. You know what? Keith actually had to use one from the main kitchen to get up in the chair, so I guess I should have known. It's <laughs> <laughs> not true. <laughs> That's not true. You'll never know what that freedom feels like. 
what just freedom? Winging your feet in the open air on a regular <laughs> chair. Oh hell yeah, I get on a swing every once in a while. It's good until the cops are called. Yeah, but you've never had to jump on a swing and ask for help out, dude. If you're sitting in that chair and somebody pops in your house, how the hell are you going to get out of there quick? You can't even hit the damn ground. There's a little bit of a delay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little delay. <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about Keith's shortness. So, anyways, Gilly, fun to hang out with. We ended up. Uh, I drove home that day when the I got to seventy in Breezewood. I. Uh, does I was he, seeing the shadow animals on the highway. That was pretty bad. Does he know that he has a beer dedicated to him? Oh, yes. Yes, st- he does. And the story gets better. Uh, I, I don't see how it could. Oh, it gets way better. He, uh, I talked to him maybe like two weeks before we released the beer. And I said, hey, Drum buddy. talk. Drum talk. No, you know, we said, how's your babinga? I said, my babinga's doing good. You know, whatever. <laughs> how's your babinga? <laughs> I said, uh, how's uh, northern Indiana treating you these days? He goes... I'm in West Virginia. He goes, oh, no, I wouldn't have any idea. I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, because I live in West Virginia now. <laughs> yes. So he took a huge job promotion to head up one of the biggest Boy Scout camps in the United States in uh, southwestern uh, West Virginia. And it has so many, like, ridiculous, like, badass activities. And uh, I think I might take a trip down there and uh, see what we can get ourselves into. Make a Gilly number two beer. Bring the drum set. Did you send set. him some Gilly, Ranger Gilly? His friend was here, actually, and it's not that far. So it's only five hours away where he is from Frederick. And so he, uh, his buddy came up and got some and brought some down to him. Uh, well, how, would, how did he feel about it? He felt that he felt good about it. Thinking exercise. <laughs> I'm all into that thought <laughs> exercise now. <laughs> So does that look like him at all, or is that just that a, is his picture right there? Yeah, that is legitimately that is him? Ranger. No, yeah, it's that's not. Wally. Yes, yes it, it is. is. That's Gilly. He took that picture for us. He likes to tape his face, and he also likes to do that. I don't feel like you're telling me the truth. We're telling you the truth. Why would Wally, you think we're not Wally, telling you the truth? If you're listening, Chris, what's your phone number? He'll text you a picture of himself. Five 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 five. Make it appropriate. Text your ball too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's not listening. Oh, he's listening. No, that really is him. That's fairly amazing. Why else would we have a person in our tasting room to memorialize? Really? What do you mean? Really? What do you mean? You're asking that question. Who else is I in mean, here? I mean, we have a lot. Of, well, we have a lot of people. Yeah. We we mo- little, hey, listen. A lot of they're all real people. We like a lot of people. There's no picture of me. There might be after this last episode. I was going well, to say, gonna say Keith just said it, right? He said, we like a lot of people. Well, <laughs> I can take the hint. We'll just leave that there. <laughs> Three bars of nothing. <laughs> Actually, I'll take a, I'll take a wallet size photo of you. I'll carry it with me. <laughs> Man, are those still a thing? They should be. Dude. Yeah, just wait till Charlie gets a little older. You'll be, get, you'll be wasting money on now, school pictures. See, that. these days, well... Yeah, I probably will. But cell phones, man, they're I great. We still, we still waste money every. Well, this year we got out of it though. Thank you, COVID. Yeah, thank you, COVID. <laughs> thank you for saving saving me sixty nine ninety nine. <laughs> I don't have to buy sheets of wallets and best cut them year, up. Best year ever. Put them in little envelopes and <laughs> say here, Aunt Susie. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you've been thinking about that a little bit. No, I'm just just spitballing here. Why are you staring at me? 
Just waiting for the host to ask another question. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, I think there was one more beer that you came out with during the party, didn't you? Don't think so. You got it. No, that's not true. Gin and juice. Yeah. <coughs> See, gin and I'm juice lying. was just uh, it was a small little rip variant we did. We pulled Camp Crystal, didn't we, for that? Yeah. Since so it had the juniper in it. We did a little. We pulled about three barrels off of the Camp Crystal Vake and uh, put some blood orange in there. Were you are you a big Snoop Dogg fan? Honestly, that that time period, yeah, wasn't I mean, wasn't I was. everybody? I mean, come yeah. on. The I mean, chron- the Chronic is one of the best albums ever made. I mean, let's be honest here though. Snoop's appearances on the Chronic were amazing, and his first album was amazing. But after that, it's yeah, like it's oh, I mean, those albums were. Then he, s- then he started hanging out with Martha Stewart and got awesome again. But those albums were so amazing that it kept him credible for his entire life. Basically, think yeah. about that. Yeah. Well, think about <laughs> it off air. We can't have too much silence. Uh, no, I want to think about it right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Take a, um, another break so Chris can think about Snoop Dogg. <laughs> um, so 86 is good, even warm. Thank you. Thank you very much. We definitely put it in the microwave before we gave it to you. I mean, it's been sitting out for an hour and a half now. I mean, that's your fault. We opened it and gave it to you cold. But then we had some Sands jams. We had... $200 plasma. We had solar pain. Um, <laughs> solar panel. <laughs> <laughs> solar fall. I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry I led us all astray with that. Let's say it three times. Solar fa- fall. <laughs> Jesus God. Chris has got your head all jacked up. Solar fall. I don't solar even have fall. to pay rent to be in there. Solar oh, fall. Yeah, right? <laughs> You're not paying rent in my head. Get out. <laughs> Um, let's take one more sponsor break. Snoop Dogg break. A Snoop Dogg break. And then then why don't we talk about some of the exciting plans you guys have coming up. Was that sipping on gin and juice? (laughs) 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 (la
and then the songs they're working on now are Smooth Criminal and Another One Bites the Dust. Nice. I like that. The cool thing about the rock school is I feel like with beginning students, and I could be wrong here, but I feel like Scott introduces them to a bunch of different genres and gives them yeah, I mean it, that gives them a wide base yeah. of. I'm not sure where do you want to go. Well, I think the bands themselves pick the songs. They oh, probably okay. have a maybe like set. I don't know. Every time I ask Nora a question, so I don't know. <laughs> well, I know that the teachers over there are amazing. I'm friends with pretty much a lot of the teachers over there, and yep. they're all super good. Ra- uh, Raven mm-hmm. yep. uh, from Luna yep. is Nora's voice. Coach yep. or teacher. Or Jamie, our music coordinator, is a guitar teacher over there. And, she's and Lily's vocal. Teacher. And vocal. Oh, okay. Perfect. And Scott is amazing. He kind of like puts it all together, and he has the, the best personality to kind of like put it all together. Why did we start talking about that? Because our daughters are in there. Oh, and you and we're, we're talking about our music yeah. careers. Yeah, that's what yeah, that's what brought it up. But it was it was fine. She was at dinner the other day. She was singing uh, Another One Bites the Dust. And... My first thought was, huh, so those are the words? <laughs> no, like, she's, like, actually sang it clearly. Uh, and I, I heard lyrics that I had never... Can she scream? She... I'll show you the video. She can't... You should hear her, how she started I Am I... Like, she came out with the doing the... And she's 10, the, right? Yeah. She did the I Am Iron Man at the beginning of the song. It was pretty funny. Nice. Crowd went crazy. That's sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. Was she down at the fairgrounds when they played that show there? No, I think that was all older kids. Gotcha. This was at some farm that's out on Fort Route 144. I mean, honestly, I'll just give a plug to Scott real quick. If you guys listening out there, even as an adult, want to become yeah, like a musician, in, or want your kid mm-hmm. to be that's into music, they deliver. They like the deliver f- results. It's These like kids are amazing. Frederick, let amazing. there be rock school, right? Yes, yeah, let, let there be rock. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they're amazing. Yeah, and it's affordable. It's not outrageous. It's a good no, value for for what definitely for what she's getting out of it. She loves it. Better than um, video games being the extracurricular activity. Yeah. And you know, social media, get them off the phones, and on the drums. <laughs> Frederick Rock School. That was pretty good. Nice. Might be able to sell that <laughs> <Yeah>. to Scott. <laughs> Maybe. Um. <laughs> So, what do you guys have planned? <coughs> for and is, uh, this, is this the first time you're talking about it publicly? This would be the first time, yeah, we're talking about it publicly. So, as some listeners, uh, three of them are probably aware of. There's not that many. Oh. Okay. Graham's the only one that listens. Got it. While it's being recorded. And he's actually the sound guy. Graham, does your family listen to this at all? Well, you know, I'm glad we're just a tight little circle of conversation. <laughs> So yeah, many people know that we um, probably won't even upload. We have this. we have allowed uh, use of the parking lot across the street, and, and we had some events and some fun things going over there for our five year party. Um, Was that the beginnings of something? Oh, that could be the beginnings of so- yes, it is the beginning of something. So uh, <clears throat> for uh, some coffee heads, and uh, what a fantastic group it was a couple years ago, Gravel and Grind. Tracy Hathaway has come back into town, and uh, we have partnered with her, and uh, there is a coffee and garden concept um, being built across the street, and we are super excited about that. 
and that's all we're going to say right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> <coughs> I think uh, I think the cafe is going to be uh, ready to open their doors, hopefully within eight to twelve weeks. Um, there are no tables over there, uh, or light, or lights, or electrical cords. Yeah, as requested. <laughs> as requested. Empty, I, dark I construction said, site Nick, is where I want for my podcast. Nick, these are the things we need to record a, a successful podcast. No lights. There cannot be a single light. No electricity. <laughs> none right. whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. And please, for the love of God, no tables to set the equipment on. Or seats. Or seats. We don't want to sit. We'll just sit on the floor. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been working on uh, the project with her and uh, a partner of hers for uh, about four four or five months now so it's been a super fun experience um i loved gravel and grind when it was oh uh, what thing. was it was the johnny cash the johnny cash the is johnny cash is so good jam did you ever have a johnny cash nick i don't think so i uh i don't live in frederick so i don't get a chance to do yeah. my morning morning coffees but he will he will so there's so nora the rock star and i used to ride our bikes oh that's cool gravel and grinds yeah and get uh, so she would get a hot chocolate. Okay, and I would, and get, you would Johnny get the Johnny Cash. Cash. Yeah, the Johnny Cash was was awesome. I'm sure that is a huge Frederick favorite. Uh, waffles are coming back. Oh yeah, but it is going That's to be all we're saying. an amazing, amazing business across yeah. the street. Is Everybody's going to have a good time. Would it be called Gravel and Grind again. Uh, yes, Gravel and Grind is coming back with uh, with us a bit of rebranding. So we're excited to launch that uh, that logo. And um, just super fun about this collab. Just really excited about this collaborative project. But there, there are no bikes this time, right? There will no, there will be no bikes yeah. for sale. Um, however, there will be ample bike parking. Nice. Um, is she looking for any kind of advertising opportunities? Uh, Tracy, if you're listening, uh, email or text Chris at five five five. Well, we can five talk five about five that too. Five five. <laughs> <laughs> So that's all you want to give? That's, that's yeah, I think right now that's a comfortable uh, position for us. Right. You know how we go. We kind of hold our uh, hold our cards tight until uh, we're in a safe position to say otherwise. But we also have tons of new beer constantly coming out. If you want to come say hey to us and get ridiculous with us here, please come on by. Nick would be the homeless one sitting in the corner. 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 The corner. Is that another thought exercise or is that know. just stupidity? <laughs> did we did we put one of those in? <laughs> I will say I do like the new mood lighting back here. You talking about the disco light? No, the string lights. Dude, they have been here since we opened. I don't remember them being on. Either way, thank you for the compliment. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. We'll let that go. Thank you, yeah. Thank I'm you. not here often when it's dark out. Oh, okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. And maybe it's just with my new eyes, I can see them so much better. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Man, I tell you, I'm thinking about LASIK. Why didn't you tell me I didn't have my hat on? Chris, you don't have your hat on. It's on now. You put it on. Thanks. Your hat is on. You're welcome. Um, what, what are some soon-to-be-released beers that you're excited about? Matriarch. Have you guys taken a pull of the Matriarch yet? That's got to be coming out of the barrel. Let it. With, you know, it's just kind of marinate. Yeah, it's we with, were we're going to be, be with McClintock. Yes, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that those are our boys, and that's uh, that's the rye whiskey barrel we choose to use for the matriarch. So we haven't put that that beer base in any other 
rye whiskey barrel for matriarch, so we don't plan on changing that. Does Tracy plan on doing like roasting and like <coughs> her own types of coffee too, or is it mainly going to be like a co- just a coffee shop or a cafe coffee type of place? De- more details coming soon. Okay. On a separate note, I just want my own roast. Like if she does that stuff, the Chris Sands roast. You want to put your face on coffee cans? Jeez, I love what coffee. Jesus. Do you not want to put your God. face on? I put my face on anything, dude. I want to put a sticker of your face in the bottom of my toilet. Would I you like that? Yeah. You still go with that one? Yeah. You said uh-huh. any place, anywhere, right Gone. inside the solar flange. <laughs> 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 no, but in all seriousness, the, another beer that we have coming out soon is a. We made a Bach that we call Cave Dweller. I know that that's not like a huge popular beer like in the market today, but it is amazing. Clutch fall style. It's so It's good. always a good idea to buy to make beer that doesn't sell well. That's you know, I I think <laughs> loggers especially are, are seem to be coming back into quote unquote trend. <laughs> Thank you, beer community, I guess. It's an amazing beer. Yeah, it's a good beer. Very excited about that. I mean, Matriarch, Cave Dweller. The only, there's only probably only one thing that could make that beer sell better. His face. Chris's face on the can. Can we put your face on our creature? Sure. On what? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you said you had questions, Keith. Do you have questions or you were just... When did saying? I say that? Before we started. Oh, no. I was, fl- I was thinking about flipping the rolls here, but oh. we've already well, well past that. So you don't have questions. No, I don't have questions. Is this your last episode? I have questions. This isn't your last episode. Well, Why are you joking knows? like that? Who I knows? Mean, I do have a question. Who knows what will happen? What's your question? Seriously. Nick. Seriously. Seriously, Nick. What has been the most fun for you doing these podcasts? Like recording, what, like actually recording a podcast or um, something that happened as a result of me doing these podcasts? Give us a highlight. That was a multiple choice question. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. What is the what who, been, who is your who are your favorite guests besides us? We know we're number one, so you yeah. Don't who's have to feeling say that. who's feeling the, the solid number two? Who's got that far away number two? And it is a very distant second, but I mean it. it to has, be expected. I would say probably Ty from Hysteria. We always have, it's always fun to mess with Ty. <laughs> okay. I could dig that. Who's been your least favorite guest? Oh! Besides us. Are you going to. Bl- I know, I know, I know we're like number one favorite <laughs> and number, no, one, number one worst. Number one worst, too. right? <laughs> so let's go with these distant seconds yeah. on both sides. Of the we're the outliers on both sides. Brian Ogden. Oh. Worst person in craft beer. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. He's grumpy. <laughs> he needs coffee. <laughs> they make good coffee. They're they nitro, do. Nitro Man, back when they moved in, they were uh, super great Frederick Coast and let us wash some kegs over there every now and then. Carly would be like, hey, do you want some coffee? And I'm like, sure, that would be great. Fifteen minutes later, she comes out with a cup of coffee because they do like the fancy pour over. Yeah, but now they have but nitro cold brew on tap. It's pretty good, but have you guys ever heard of a... Um, What's the brand of coffee? Maxwell House. Keurig. Folgers. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Travis didn't back that shit up for no reason, let me tell you. Delicious. Uh, Delicious and affordable. My grandmother drinks Folgers. <laughs> I agree. 
<laughs> it's got that. It's got that aroma, that nostalgic it, aroma. Instant or. What do you mean just, instant? I don't like instant don't they coffee. Make, don't they have instant? Like, like you, they do, like for the campsites where yeah. it's just all like grainy and like muddish. Yeah. I do like Folgers though. You've never seen instant coffee? I've seen instant coffee, but. <clears throat> How hard is it to put grinds in a machine and hit the button and go away? Maybe for you three don't minutes? have a. Maybe you don't have that machine. Maybe no. you're not ten, true. Maybe not you're all of us. I mean, woods. maybe you're doing a podcast in a construction site with nothing. Yeah. May, maybe not all of us live on the high life like Keith Marcoux. Mm. I thought it was more Cox. More Cox. Sorry, I mispronounced it. I'll get you I'm a sixteen so dollar coffee maker. <laughs> Folgers. <laughs> I do like Folgers over Maxwell House. If we're talking about baseline brands hey maybe <laughs> when we take a picture of you in the outhouse you can slow drip percolate a cup of coffee in your hand while you're sitting there that's attractive that would be interesting that's art <laughs> that's art graham you in for that it's kind of interesting that the coffee is kind of what brings most people to the outhouse there's a story there full circle full circle so do you have an actual outhouse there oh what? yeah is it a portage on like mm. a, a hole in the ground with a bucket hand or built Hand built by the man. <laughs> You're going to look real good in it. <laughs> Hold on. I guarantee it. <laughs> Keep that door open, boy. Let the wind blow. It's called the outhouse warehouse. You're going to look good in it. I guarantee it. So I feel like there were there were answers you were hoping for for those questions. Did I answer them properly? I actually did not have any expectations. Oh, okay. We're just trying to keep it going. Oh, we don't have to. I think Graham wants to leave. Oh. His wife's been blowing him up like, is it going pretty well? He's like, this... this uh. <laughs> Tell you about it later over a full glass of when whiskey. Graham, when Graham texts 13 different emoji faces to his wife, she knows it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have no words. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Well, fine. We can, we can wrap it up. No, we don't have to. No, we can I wrap it up. Do you have I'm any more questions? We and well, let's let's just let's get into some things, right? Let's just let's get into some things. How long? What, what time is it? How long have we been going? I gotta I mean, fix the forklift. It says an hour hour and twenty six minutes, but we took some long breaks, so I don't know what the what the real time is. Like gotta, an hour and gonna fix a forklift. What you I can't miss for? bath time either. <laughs> either. <laughs> either. Yeah, <laughs> we take baths in the corner. I feel like that was a shot at me. I can't, and I'm not talking about my own bathroom. This I don't do that. thought exercise I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, man, that so 86, the first time I opened that can, it smelled like three years ago. Not a three-year-old beer. <laughs> it was really fun brewing those recipes for, we haven't touched them in almost three years. And I was like, whoa, brought it all back. Did you actually brew it, though? Or you mean when Jake brews your old recipes? When Jake brews our old recipes. <laughs> Thank you. We t- <laughs> Count it. <laughs> when, when was the last time you brewed a beer? It's been a long time. It's been a real long time. Yeah. Do you even care? Yes. yes. Okay. We, got, uh, we actually just got our pilot system fired up. Um, our first beer from the pilot should be uh, coming out soon. It's, uh, it's in the cooler, isn't it? Yeah. Roush beer. <clears throat> You're going to start seeing some experimental <laughs> experimental styles coming back. And we seriously got the pilot system to scratch old school itches. 
I don't know. I mean, we're still going to like R&D, you know. Let's just call it what it is. We just want to have fun again. Keith (laughs) wants to make a malty-ass pale ale. All up for his Well, face. it's true. I do miss. That's what he I wants. Do. That's what he wants. He I, wants to. I personally, he wants to I make personally, a malt bomb I personally really enjoy well, like balanced beers. You get malt, a little bit of like you know, you get malt sweetness, and I miss back. I miss the backbones in beer. So yeah, you're gonna start seeing some old school licks. Okay, some backbone. I want to go off on a tangent real quick because it's time for this. It's the last of this thing. I just want to go off on this because when's the last time you guys have eaten something? And you didn't really know what it was. Then you found out, and you were absolutely disgusted. Seriously, think about it. I mean, like disgusted. We're like you lost your appetite for like two days, and it's because not even it a choice. tasted bad, or because of the mental but mental what breakdown. it is mental breakdown I've of what it is. Never had that happen, Graham. Okay, no. No, Graham had a green okay. bean. Well, what you, yeah, what's <laughs> besides? Are you going to say mayonnaise? No. Okay. This <laughs> he hates. You hate mayonnaise. It's disgusting. A good business partner knows that. And orders you, lunch for Nick without mayonnaise. What it's a good guy. So, anyways, I, I do what I can. I woke I up. I, I woke up in the morning last weekend, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make my family some breakfast burritos. Like, I have a little time this morning. It's oh, not God. rushed. I'm going to make my family some breakfast burritos. You know what I really want to get? A Blackstone. Like mm. the, um, I the have griddle. Griddle. flat top griddle. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, like yeah. them. Really? Um, You're the first person who's ever said that. Like, Nick doesn't clean, cook. When you oh. clean them, I do cook. I'm going to tell you, but it's Chris cut me off. <laughs> it's making breakfast burritos. Anyways, did you I, use the Blackstone? I got chorizo. Who here likes chorizo? I like chorizo. <laughs> Come on. Okay, hold if on. If that's a disgusting ingredient, you're... All right, listen. Here's what I'm saying. Go sit in the corner. I got... (laughs) So I got the Mexican chorizo from the grocery store, and it's like this really kind of dark red, you know? Yes. I put it in the pan, started cooking it. It's very loose. And I'm like, man, I don't know if this is really cooked or not. So I Googled, how do I know if my chorizo is cooked? Is that the exact Google search you did? How do I know if my chorizo is how cooked? How do I know if this chorizo is cooked? That's Jesus. how I said it to Google. Chorizo is already cooked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pepperoni, man. No, not this stuff. It's different. It's different than the one I've had. So anyways, it was like super loose and sloppy. And it, like, I don't know how to describe it. So I was like, but when I said that, it responded with, well, the guts take a little time to cook. And I was like, guts? Chorizo is, is guts? I had no idea. I didn't either. I still don't care. It's delicious. So then I got my package of chorizo. And looked at the ingredients. And everybody knows from health class in, in high school. What an intestine is. The first ingredient listed is the most of it. And Mechanically then, separated chicken. First ingredient, salivary glands. Okay. Second ingredient, lymph nodes. <laughs> Part of your endocrine <laughs> system, man. just filters out. Disease, it's disgusting. And I was like, I used to be a histologist. You put beaver secretions in beer. Totally acceptable, <laughs> dude. Hey, you guys lost who, this year. Who How here do you gets feel about that? Graham, we lost to a. Good Would you guy. voluntarily eat salivary glands and lymph nodes? Graham won't eat lettuce. What did they look like? Are they like little chicken hearts like you get at the Brazilian steakhouse? It's like on the skewer? Salivary <laughs> glands and lymph nodes are disgusting. If they're marinated and they got a good crust, I'll eat one. Did it taste good? I didn't eat it. Disgusted me. Did you throw away the griddle? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that griddle is tainted. Throw it away. I didn't throw the griddle away. But like, nope. I used to, I've, I've held, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've held thousands and thousands of salivary glands in lymph nodes in my hands. Never <laughs> eaten one. And I'm just like, I don't know, man. It like really grossed me out. I was like, oh mm. my gosh, can't eat this. But I had no idea. Did you know that Trezo was uh, salivary glands? In I lymph honestly nodes? did not know. And I think you I'm that could be branding. I'm, I'm questioning could, the accuracy I don't know. of this story. I will buy a package from my grocery store. Yeah, we're every, we're all gonna do a chorizo search. I actually do have a food that turned me off after I knew what it was. What was it? Blood pudding. Well, what gave it away? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know it was blood. Man, I thought this was gonna taste amazing. No, blood man, pudding I all was, up in my face. No, man. I did not know it was blood pudding. When you yell as loud as you're possible. you're the one that tells us to keep it close to our face, and we get a little excited sometimes. Okay, you're so picky. No, blood pudding, blood pudding grossed me out when I after I knew it was blood pudding. But I turned back around and I can eat it again. Now, did you grow up eating this kind of stuff? No. See, I grew up with in my Eng- gran- when I lived in England. I grew up with my grandparents, uh, and I think they were at the tail end of the depression, and so we had to they eat hung all- on to that stuff. There's a lot of Saturday mornings where I'm like, "Hey, grandpa, I'm going hungry. What are you cooking in there?" He's like, "Don't worry about it." Put it on your pancakes. I'm like, it looks disgusting. <laughs> Put it on your pancakes. <laughs> and I don't know. I've just lost my appetite for that kind just of stuff. Just cover it's it gross. up with some syrup. What are you doing? Chorizo is made from coarsely chopped pork, pork fat, seasoned with garlic, pimento. Dude, you might have gotten some, like, different chorizo. Because remember. The package has the word chorizo on it. Remember but how it, was it remember like organ? Glands? Was it like organ chorizo? Rem- remember how Keith said it's already cooked like pepperoni because it's a cured meat. Yeah, yeah, that's because it's a cured meat. Mine it's wasn't. Not, I don't know what the heck uh, you're you buying. didn't get chorizo. <laughs> you didn't get chorizo. You sons of bitches! I'm gonna bring it in here. Show you. Sure, it's not chorizo. Karen, get that trash bag out of the <laughs> trash can. I got some dignity to keep. Even she got sick. She's like. That's not true. She looked at the pack. She's like, <laughs> oh, gosh. No breakfast burritos were, uh, yeah, to McDonald's we go. Couldn't do it. I didn't I eat love. any food for two days. Huh. Made me it's sick. a made-up story. It's not made up. You know, Tyler and I from McClintock, we had a deep McDonald's conversation on uh, Saturday night. At the concerts? Are you talking about the McFlurry Spoons? The way the well, the McFlurry spoons. When McFlurry spoons, we talked about. They're square because they use them to mix them, don't they? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, way to go, man. Were you here? Yeah. Oh. I was creeping behind you guys, and I love McDonald's breakfast, and I eat a lot of McDonald's. Tyler also eats a lot of McDonald's, and he blew my mind because he's an El Cheapo. He said <laughs> he gets the cheap cheeseburgers, add shredded lettuce, add mac sauce, and I'm like, what? Like with the pickle and the mustard and the ketchup on the cheeseburger? It's a poor man's Big Mac. It's a little Mac. Guess what I did Sunday? <laughs> Lost all your dignity. I did order a Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> that's my McDonald's. That's my cheat. That's my cheat cheat. I don't need a whole big combo meal, right? Just give me a kid's meal. Three twenty nine with a toy, right? And they're like, do you want apple slices or extra fries? I'm like... Extra fries. Dude, Get you those apples out of here. You couldn't even eat a full meal. That's true. Your belly's the size of like a this microphone head. I don't for know. food, yeah, not beer. It's very big for beer. That because it goes into your sides. It's true. 
and goes into your chorizos. It goes into your chorizos. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, hey, little uh, little secret menu item from Mickey D's: shredded lettuce, mac sauce on a regular cheeseburger. Oh, it feels like one of those things. It's like you order it and like. Sir, we know what you're trying to do. Well, so I got it. Like, it's the first time I've ever ordered. I didn't even know you could order special, like McDonald's. Like, oh, I want a, I want a Big Mac, right? Without the middle bun, without the middle bread, and uh, no Mac sauce. You think they do that? I mean, they probably pro- would. Probably. Can I but say, you get like a little white. You get a little white <laughs> extra slip, right? <laughs> but the package was all taken apart, and you could tell that the. The pack, the, the product was modified. All right, let's get serious. It was a little weird. Let's get serious. It's cheaper than a Big Mac, and it's awesome. McDonald's or Sheets? Oh, sheets. McDonald's. Some de- sheets. Convenience, sheets. man. Who's got time to go in, get the little touch screen? Half of them don't work. The printer's out of paper. Order it from your phone. Sheets is the only side, place that has a side pickup. Sheets is the only place that has a huge screen, so when you're hammered in there, you don't get it confused. <laughs> Those buttons are pop pop. They are big. They are They're big. drunk size. You're like, no, bar- yeah, no. barbecue sauce. Boom. I, I, oh, wonder, I, want, oh. I want Parmesan cheese and lettuce in my barbecue sauce. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> in my barbecue sauce. Sheets all the way. <laughs> I wonder if when they were like testing the UI, if they brought in drunk people. To they could have. <laughs> they could have. They got the late night menu on lock. I'll tell you. That's good. Yeah, that's that's. You can get anything made with a pretzel bun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything. Anything. All right, Graham says wrap it up. Wrap it up. Oh, yeah. never mind. <laughs> he agrees with the pretzel bun. Will there be pretzel buns at Gravel and Grind? TBD. Okay. DBT. <laughs> We're going there. Um, all right, you guys got anything else? Some we don't have anything else. We uh, greatly appreciate people hanging in there for this uh, lovely interview. We're Last excited, one. very thankful, uh, very thankful for these five years uh, that Frederick and the beer community have given us. Um, very thankful for our staff who have hung in there and really seriously bust their ass this year uh, to keep keep things going. Um, very fortunate to be here and still still ticking. And for anybody listening who wants to come visit us, please seek us out and ask us questions because we love talking about our beer and talking about what we're doing. If don't you feel shy. And basically look around for the guy who looks like he hasn't showered in a while. Look like and look for the guy who's on the unkempt podcast. <laughs> yep. Carrying um. a solar flange. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I probably had other questions, but at this point I just kinda want to go home. Well, you know, we always have a good time sitting down and chatting with you. And the next thing people can look forward to from this conversation is a percolating cup of coffee. Chris Sands sitting <laughs> on a, in an outhouse. Out in the sunshine. Temperatures are dropping. So is the draws. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Um, thank you guys for being the bookends of this podcast. I, I, it's always a great time. You are the best guests we've ever had. You may be you may be on the most amount of times too. Definitely Keith because he's he's made guest appearances. A couple, a, a couple, a couple. You should get him. To, you should get him to host with you. He has. Like That's what he's talking often. about. I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I can't do that anymore either. Keith's a busy man. Yeah, busy man. 
So, gentlemen, thank you very much. Happy anniversary. I'm sorry I didn't get you anything this Cheers year. Cheers to five. Cheers to four. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, socially distanced. Thank you, everyone. And everybody for look forward to that picture coming out soon. <laughs> yeah. And for sale, by the way, at Old Mother's website when it does come out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. Peace Cheers. out. Cheers. Thank you, guys. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.